a social situation, a business meeting, a chance encounter, a school competition, a vagina can change anything. But if you're uncomfortable with your vagina, that changes things too. But fortunately, there is Vagina Line. To straighten your vagina's teeth without braces, Vagina Line keeps your pussy smiling bright. No fucking wires or brackets required. Hide your treatment, not your vagina. Like when you're in the public eye. Like doing a podcast about the 2007 film, Vagina. Hey everybody and welcome to the Cat Scare Podcast. I'm Campbell. I'm Michael. And tonight we're going to talk about 2007's Teeth. Teeth. Tifa. Queen Latitha. Way to steal my joke. I know, I liked it. I liked it a lot. We've been doing that a lot. I've been like, hey, Michael, you ready to watch Teeth? <laughs> teeth? Teeth? You go watch Teeth tonight, right? Um, uh, teeth is a uh, 2007 horror comedy uh, written and directed by who? Uh, Mitchell Lichtenstein. Which we all know we go out every weekend to watch the blockbuster Mitchell Lichtenstein film. You know, like this one and teeth and arm and leg. (laughs) 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 Uh, Teeth was a little different than arm and leg. Arm and leg were kind of boring. So it had a lot of deodorant uh, in it, which I was. Why in leg? (laughs) Sometimes your under leg pits stink. You know that? I don't. I don't typically smell my underleg pits, but uh, I think people should pay more attention to their underleg pits because it's gross. That's right. Self help. Twenty 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 one. Yeah, yeah. It's not twenty twenty anymore. We got past that horrible fucking year. Twenty twenty one is going to be much better for everybody, right? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, this is a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is a movie that uh, we decided to do as a um, companion podcast with It Follows because it's once again a allegory on the dangers of sex. Yeah. Yeah. That you pretty much summed it up. Yeah. That this is a movie. <laughs> this is a movie. I love this movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm like... Part of me was like really afraid that Michael wouldn't like this movie, and then the other part of me was afraid I wouldn't like this movie because I'm gonna take you back to 2007. All right, slap bracelets are in, uh, beanbag chairs are like the rave, and um, and um, Ronald Reagan's dead, and um, so I'm sitting at my 120 square foot uh, carriage house in downtown Charleston, and um, I I'm watching teeth on a internet bootleg of some dude in a theater laughing and shaking the camera (laughs) so that's my only view of teeth now teeth you can watch on tv which is the world's most annoying app uh for free and um you get to see it in beautiful hd i guess and uh so i was actually quite pleasantly surprised uh it was like a horror movie version of of Saved, which is like one of my favorite comedies. Um, as a southern man, religion plays a lot into life. And whenever you've been involved in those type of religious things, it's funny to watch things that you've seen people do and you're like, bullshit. But, <laughs> but this is a, a very good movie. The acting is odd and stymied, but yeah, it's yeah. for a purpose, I think. Well, I'm not so sure if it had a specific purpose. This did heavily remind me of uh, the kind of horror from the the 80s. It, it had a very 80s feel to yeah, it. Yeah. Um, right down to from the cinematography to the uh, the way they were acting, which 
I, I like I like I said, I'm not sure if it was on purpose, but in some ways it was pretty effective. In other ways, this really bordered on so bad it's good. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cringe worthy sometimes. I mean, it was uh, you know, like uh, the main character, um, Don O'Keefe, played by Jess Wexler. She she is a um, uh, rising star in the Christian promise ring world <laughs> of, of don't touch your genitals because you're going to hell if you do and you need to save yourself for marriage. You wouldn't give your gift to everybody. Yeah, you would wouldn't you? just give your gift out like my ex-wife would. Um, but uh, <laughs> anyway, it, it really like coming from a southern home in, a, a, in actually a very southern Baptist upbringing I remember these stupid speeches where people are like, now if you look at porn and you jack off, that's kind of like giving the middle finger to Jesus. You wouldn't whack off Jesus, would you? (laughs) (laughs) Only if he's on the cross. Um, (laughs) It it really kind of like hit home for me. I was like, this, I remember this shit. And I was like, I'm only here at this Christian camp because I want to get some pussy. <laughs> and well, well, from my experience, I used to be uh, in a Baptist church. That is definitely their philosophy. Yeah, yeah, like people, you are so horny in in any youth group. It is unbelievable. It is like going to a damn rave where everybody's got ecstasy. It's crazy. They're like singing hymns and and playing that you know that guitar music where they're like just like I believe in Jesus and he goes I believe in Jesus Jesus is my savior Jesus is my savior I'm like why Jesus. why like, why are you saying it before you sing it like, Jesus I love you Courtney get that fat ass over yeah, here and Courtney. join me in the chorus yeah, damn look at Courtney's fat ass <laughs> um but it 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 really was like kind of like I don't know it was like being at home. I mean, it was really weird how much I, like, walked right into this group, and I'm like, I'm cool with this. I understand these people's plight. You know? They're super horny. They're all held down by promise rings. They just want to fuck. And, 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 and Christianity and Jesus is getting in their way. So, that's when you meet their all our protagonists, you know, and you meet some antagonists. There, there's a very weird structure of this movie, and there's a very weird juxtaposition between brother and, I mean, stepbrother and stepsister that is very uncomfortable. And mutton chops play a big part in that. The, the good thing about this film, or at least one of the good things, there's many good things about this film, but one of them is its structure where... It's almost like a mini series where it it's these these short films of uh, her sexual encounters. It they go through one and it always ends the same. Yeah, yeah. With it, the, it, it always the, ends. The uh, dick getting bit off. Yeah. Or or fingers or yeah. Uh, That's what we came really to see. That's the yeah. price of admission. Of admission. I I want to see. Dick's bitten off because these men, while they come from a place that we all have been, are generally deplorable. And we want their dicks to get bitten off because they're disgusting pigs of people. And uh, and and in the end, you're kind of like rooting for Don, the teeth vagina woman, to be like a vagina teeth superhero. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely, this is absolutely a superhero origin story. Yeah. And, and I, a better one than the Invisible Man. Oh, man. What about the Invisalign Man? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It can't be Vagina Line. Vagina Line. Okay. So, uh, we're going to go through the plot a little bit. Um, Michael's about to crack open his Red's Hard Apple. Yeah, let me just... Uh, there you go. Get a little... There you go. A little, I, I'm working on 25 ounces of Natty Light because I'm classy. Um, and I plan on uh, downing another 25 of this Natty before the end of this show. <clears throat> Alright. So, 
The movie starts with Don O'Keefe as a she's a teenage spokesperson for a Christian abstinence group called The Promise. Promise. She attends groups with her two friends, Alicia and Phil. At home on several occasions, she hears her stepbrother Brad and his girlfriend Melanie argue. Well, actually, hold on. I'm gonna go back. This I realized this they missed the whole beginning. They they missed the entire beginning. The beginning is the most important part. So in the beginning, it begins with Dawn and her not yet brother Brad uh, sitting in the pool having a good time. Uh, Brad just ye- yells at his dad shut up god damn it <laughs> like, I'm, a, I'm a fucking asshole god damn it I mean that, this kid was a little shit right from the beginning yeah and he uh, but immediately a- any better. immediately after that he turns to his sister and is like I'm gonna show you my penis yeah pulls his pants down show me and yours then, and then he says show me yours uh then it's assumed that he uh, fondles her with his finger, puts it inside of her, and next thing we know, his finger has been bitten. He's crying. Yeah. And Ow. blood's coming down. How'd that happen? Uh, apparently, this event was so traumatic, he doesn't remember it in the future. Until it's too late. Yeah, until it's too late. Yeah, foreshadowing. Thus, there, there is a time skip. The... Their parents have gotten together and gotten married, uh, so they are now stepbrother and stepsister. Uh, and I've seen enough porn to know where this is going. Oh, yeah. Mm. So she's in a Christian abstinence group called The Promise with her two friends, Alicia and Phil. Uh, at home, on several occasions, she hears her stepbrother Brad and his girlfriend Melanie arguing about Brad's refusal to engage in heterosexual intercourse with her. Insisting on only having anal sex. Is that really what happened? Because I just thought it was doggy style. I don't well, remember well, that at all. It, it, defi- it definitely was doggy style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the dog was watching the whole time. Right? <laughs> Anyways. Why? The dog's only fucking the butt? Is that what it is? Is that what you're trying to say? I don't think no, he fed, he fed her the treat. Oh yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah, that was like fucked up. I was like, I was like, fuck you, mutton chops. <laughs> I was like, number one, your hair doesn't match your mutton chops. You need bushier hair. Why is it so shaped perfectly? Fucking weird tattoos, white beaters. I don't like him. Uh, he's a very deplorable man. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, hold on. Ow, my finger. Okay, there you go. See, it bit me, pussy. The natty light bit me. <laughs> it had a vagina teeth. Uh, one afternoon, after giving a speech to her group about the purity ring worn by members of the group, she is introduced to Toby, oh, the creepiest Christian virgin ever. Handsome virgin uh, creep. Yeah. <laughs> Whom she finds very attractive. Mm. The, four begin, the four begin going out as a group. Dawn has fantasies about marrying Toby, although after acknowledging the attraction, they agree that they cannot spend time together. Uh, uh, because uh, she's getting too sexy with herself, thinking about them getting married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on the phone. They're on, like, flip phones, and they're, like, talking to the locker room, going, like, I don't, have, I don't love you. We can't be next to each other. But they're, like, let's be next to each other. It's, it's real, real cheesy. Yeah. Soon after, they give in and meet at a local swimming hole. After swimming together, they go into a cave to get warm and they begin kissing. Dawn becomes uncomfortable and tries to get Toby to go back outside. But Toby just goes full full psycho. (laughs) Uh, He becomes more physical and aggressive. Dawn panics and tries to push him off, which results in Toby becoming increasingly aggravated and horny as he shakes dawn she smacks her head on the ground and while she is dazed toby takes the opportunity and begins raping her yeah by the way if you are not comfortable with any of these topics now is your time to leave we don't want you to leave we're very comfortable with these topics (laughs) you should be too because it's something we need to talk about that's true. Rape we, whenever a woman has teeth in her vagina. Because she's protected. 
Anyways. <laughs> way, way to kill any chances of a sponsor. <laughs> oh, man, we'll get... Dude, we'll get, like... <laughs> we'll get, like, Manscaped or something. Like, they'll, they'll definitely sponsor us. <laughs> Anyways. They'll sponsor anybody. <laughs> so, Dawn fights back and inadvertently bites off his penis with her vagina. A horrified Dawn stumbles away and she flees the scene. My favorite thing about the vagina attack scenes are the like faces these men make. They're like, Oh! Oh, my dick! <laughs> Bring, bringing it all the way back to the very first podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we always say dick in a podcast, so that's I'm glad. This is all about this. <laughs> oh, this made my night. All right, go ahead. After a promise meeting, she meets her classmate Ryan at a dance. They talk and he drops her off at home. Dawn goes back to the swimming hole and she screams in horror when she sees a freshwater crab crawling <laughs> in Toby's penis. Yeah, they like when animals pluck at these little wieners, <laughs> these little sausages. Which uh, directly references a film that she was watching that had a giant crab-like creature coming See, up. Part of me wonders, like, did she ever in her entire lifetime just like put a mirror down there? Well, it. From what I can tell, She's she, never is, seen her she has never seen her vagina. <laughs> yeah, because she, she looks at a picture uh, from a textbook. That she's they, like blown away. She's like, my have... vagina looks like it has a fucking smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. So she, I, I'm a little confused because she did. She was touching herself. Yeah, but when she's not threatened, the teeth don't attack. That, that's true. I guess like they, when they, she got all drugged up. I guess up and, maybe they retract like cat claws. No, like when they, we'll, when we'll talk about the scene that you're when they're comfortable. The the teeth don't engage. The only time when they feel feel uncomfortable is when the teeth clamp down and don't let go, like a shark or a lamprey, <laughs> a shark ray. So. All right, continue your plot summary, Wikipedia, Michael. Ow. All right, so she sees uh, a crab crawling in Toby's penis. She drops her purity ring off a cliff, and she then researches vagina dentata. On web search, the place we always search things on. Uh, Yes, of course. I go to www.websearch.com. It's more more reliable than Bing. It's it's definitely more reliable than Ask GB's. Uh, she realizes she may have vagina dentata. Just maybe. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a tiny bit. So she visits a gynecologist, Dr. Godfrey. Who's the creepiest gynecologist <clears throat> in the world. Yeah, just a... Like a Jew. He's little, like a straight up Jew. Sorry, Jews. A little lower. A little lower. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Here, Come let on. me take my glove off. Because that's what people do in gyneco- gynecological exams. So... In an attempt to find out what is happening to her, uh, he assaults her in the guise of an examination. Reaching up inside her without a glove, she panics and her vagina bites off four fingers on his right hand. Which, this man had four fingers. I mean, if that that is a virgin vagina and, and he was able to put his four little Jew fingers in there. Trying to grab coins. There goes another sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> what what sponsor like in his service hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Choose. <laughs> while while biking home, several police vehicles pass her and she sees someone driving a car that looks like Toby's car. She decides to go back to visit the pool to investigate. When she arrives, she sees the police bringing up Toby's body. He presumably died of shock in the water. Uh, I mean, or bleeding out of the dick. Yeah. One of the two. I'm guessing the dick. Yeah, probably bleeding out of the dick. Yeah, I mean, like, just blood flowing out. Meanwhile, back at home, her ill mother, Kim O'Keefe... Oh, by the way, her mother's ill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her mother's ill. She goes... (laughs) We're not like you young people. <laughs> How is your Jesus thing? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she collapses and dies. While um, uh, Brad is butt-fucking his girlfriend yeah. in the open. Yeah, uh, door open. 
Dawn comes home and finds her while Brad and Melanie are seen in his room having sex while Dawn's mother lies on the floor. He's Dawn's like, mother is taken cares? to the hospital. Who cares? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't even care. Fuck that bitch. She's always passing out. <laughs> Dawn goes to Ryan seeking help, hysterical about her encounter with the doctor and her mother. Now, Ryan is the mullet kid who got punched by Brad. Right? Yes. Yes, he's mullet man. Oh, so yeah, by the way, uh, Ryan went to go see Don um, after <laughs> after like, he... I can't believe I didn't make a move. Well, no. <laughs> so he, after that party, Brad drops her off, and he kind of tries making his move. Um, he's real frustrated. But this is just after she was raped and also bit off... A dude's dick. Dude's dick. So, but she says something is funny, and he's real confused. He drives off. Yeah, that's funny. And then he's like, what the fuck is funny? (laughs) (laughs) The fucking fucking acting in this movie is top notch. Like, what the fuck is... (laughs) Let me turn this Ford Explorer, this 94 Ford Explorer. There there were multiple moments in this film that I laughed out Oh, man, it was so good. Like, I mean, like... I hate to say it, like, in a podcast searching for horror, it wasn't super scary, but, like, the best part is just these fucking horrible teenage actors, or probably, like, 20-year-old actors, but but it it, it was the best part. I loved it. I, I really resonated with it, because I love bad actors. That, well, that's why I say it, it, it goes right on that line between so bad it's good. I mean, because... Trolls Two is a is a horror film. Is it? Oh, technically, <laughs> it's we're not gonna get any troll sponsors now. <laughs> it's a very bad horror movie, but that's also what makes it so great. It's like Leprechaun. Like Leprechaun in the Hood has Leprechaun uh, smoking weed and hanging out with iced tea. He's like, hey, 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 that Leprechaun. <laughs> What are you doing smoking my weed? <laughs> Why'd you make iced tea sound like Snoop Dogg? Because they all sound the same. There goes oh. another sponsor. <laughs> shit! Oh, shit! Okay. <laughs> shit! I need to stop. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Plot. Dawn Mother is taken to the hospital. Dawn goes to Ryan seeking help, hysterical about her encounter with the doctor and her mother... Ryan gives her a sedative and masturbates her with a vibrator. I know, like, where did he get this fucking thing? Like, is this? Oh, his he mom? definitely got it from his mom. His mom, he's like, "Mom, can I borrow this?" And she's like, "I guess if you're gonna pleasure yourself, I don't know." It was really weird. So, uh, now this this scene is is super cringy. It's very. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about this scene. I need to get through this. Yeah, let's get through the plot. Though initially afraid she will hurt him, she finds that when she is relaxed and is consenting to the sexual activity taking place, I'm cringing, (laughs) her teeth do not engage. (laughs) They're like, nope, nope, we're good with this. The following morning, they have sex again, but mid-coitus, Ryan's friend calls. Ryan smugly boasts that he and a friend had bet on whether she he could score with Dawn. Which is, like, the most, like, horrible part. Uh, like, out of all of it, this is the worst. I don't know why. I didn't. I was like, fuck you. Like, he's like, guess who I'm fucking right now. And he's like, no way, bro. He's like, here, say something. Hold the phone she's up. Like, she's like, what the fuck? Like, you should be happy. You have a mullet. Well, in her anger... Her vagina bites off his penis. And she leaves him to call his mother for help. My dick fell off. My dick. My dick. Don's stepfather, Bill, attempts to throw Brad out, but Brad sets his dog on Bill. In the most useless scene. Yeah. I I was very confused at Brad's whole uh, point in this film up until the end. Uh, Brad's point is to be douchey McDoucherson. Until he gets his dick bit off. And that is it. Well, so he sets his dog on Bill, during which Brad confesses his love for Dawn. He said, I love you, Dad. That's why 
he would only fuck Melanie in the ass. Because he wants to fuck. Because he's saving himself. For his sister in the vagina. But listen, I'm going to say this. In all fairness, Brad... Who who played Brad? Brad was played by John Hensley. John Hensley did his job because he repulsed me. He was actually probably the best actor in the in the whole movie, besides Don. But I don't know. He he did his part, and I was like, "Fuck you, you mullet! I mean, you shaved head, mutton chop motherfucker!" But that's the purpose. I, I love. I mean, him. at this point, I actually kind of uh, liked him at this point when he would like confess his love for his own sister. I was like. I know that's kind of weird. Like they are stepsisters and brothers, but I was like, "All right, that's a moment of honesty for a douchebag. I'm good with that." I think it came from a place of love. I mean, in a way. Well, we'll dive into Brad's character a little bit. Yeah, like he um, dove into his sister. <laughs> Don. Dawn meets her stepfather and Melanie at the hospital after her mother has died. Which was another good character moment for Melanie. I was like, I was like, yeah, Melanie, you're not bad. Love your fishnets. You're not a bad person. Well, so a- after seeing her stepfather hurt and hearing from Melanie how Brad told her to ignore her mother's cries for help. Her vagina teeth went like, ah! She becomes emboldened by her power and goes back home to seek revenge. Dawn puts on makeup and goes to seduce her stepbrother. In the midst of the act, Brad recalls that while still kids, Dawn bit his finger. But not with her mouth, with her vagina. (laughs) Thank you, Wikipedia. (laughs) As he realizes this, Dawn's vagina bites off his penis. She drops it on... (laughs) (laughs) The best part of the whole goddamn movie. (laughs) She drops it on the ground. It, like, falls right out. It's so good. That's the best part. I was like, that's so satisfying. She stands up, spreads her legs, and just falls on the ground. Just like... With a Prince Albert. And although Brad calls his dog to bite Dawn, the animal instead eats his penis. It's it's like penis. Spitting out the genital pierced glands. Yeah. <laughs> Don leaves him, and he presumably bleeds to death, uh, as all the other men do. It's awesome. Don cycles away from home, but her bike tire sustains a puncture, so she begins hitchhiking. She gets a lift from an old man. Who's gross. Yeah, gross. Gro- oh. <laughs> Gross old man. The grossest old man I've uh, ever just seen. Just imagine. Grosser than my grandfather. Uh, but she falls asleep and rides for several hours, waking up after nightfall at a gas station. When she tries to get out, he repeatedly locks the doors. He mm. licks his lips yeah. as if to ask for it. He does like the, the Freddy Krueger... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's real sick. Uh, Don hesitates and then looked towards the camera and the old man was with a seductive smile. He goes, eh. I'm gonna Thus, your dick off. ending her superhero origin story. She's going to use her vagina to rid the world of creeps of like this. Creepy dicks. And creaky dicks. Like that old man's creaky dick. Okay. Let's get into this movie. All right, first shot you see with these kids and stuff like that, but the first shot you see is these silos, nuclear plant silos. Yeah, and, uh, and that make repeated. Yeah, uh, I mean, also, like it's like right there behind the house, and um, you, so it, it's kind of inferred through the um, through the opening credits and constantly seeing those that. Her mutation is an effect of this. Uh, this so close plant. to this nuclear plant, you know, it's it, it's put something in the water, turning the frogs gay, turning the frogs gay, turning the vagina to teeth, turning the vagina to teeth. <laughs> all them Democrats, <laughs> and so seeing those there really reminded it. It reminded me of two things. First, uh, 
it reminded me of a superhero origin story. I thought of that before it was kind of revealed what she was going to do. Because um, that's like the one of the most overused kind of superhero yeah. origins. Yeah. Is, you know, falling in like a... A van of nuclear waste and becoming yeah. super green, hulking, big dick. Yeah, or, or some, some kind of uh, mutation because of yeah. Nuclear waste or... Yeah. That's like the easiest way to make a superhero. It's like, oh, you shouldn't have fell in this vat of, like, green shit. Now you have the ability to um, shoot spider webs at your cock. Probably. Spider dick. Into that, that the That would have been Brad's superpower. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he was mutton chops. That was his superpower. <laughs> I mean, that's like, I've never seen more pronounced mutton chops in my goddamn life than that. Um, so, so we get to introduce, we introduce Don as this, like, heavenly savior for people who don't want to fuck. And, um, you know, she is a great speaker and everybody's really into it. Um, although the chanting started, like, later on, but, like, well, in I the think- first part, there wasn't a lot of chanting. I think the chanting was honestly more in her head. Do you think so? Especially because that was of the best, like I really especially that part. because of how weird it got. Yeah, I think it was like She's a like, some evil inside me. You know, religious like, they're pressure. Like, they're like Jesus on the cross, and like I think I got vagina teeth, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I don't know. But anyway, her her favorite like like my favorite part about her is is this beginning part. You see this innocent creature. And what she's going to end up becoming, and 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 they do that, and they show a lot of that with these like really bad Universal monster movies. They show like her transformation that way a little bit, because every time you see that, then you see a fantasy scene, and then you see this, and then anyway. But um, um, I'm trying to think of what I'm gonna say. Well, it, it really kind of breaks uh breaks down this idea well first of, oh first of all the idea of safe sex through abstinence is Boom. just it has been proven time and time again that it is not a very effective I mean people are horny yeah people we are, get hormones people right are super us. horny they're gonna have sex no matter what the best thing is to teach them safe sex you know use protection uh, yeah birth control Condoms and raw dog in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In the ass, like Brad. Brad. I mean, that's the safest sex you can have. (laughs) Anal sex. Because you can't get pregnant in the butt. But so, coming from a place where her ideology was, or her religion was on abstinence, no sex until marriage, um, which she does, she breaks early on, but that power of sex becomes what makes her special. Um, I mean, it, the it's unbearable. The the how am I trying to say this? It is unbearable to watch her try to force herself to become this prudent person when you know deep down she is like we all are. We're just animals, and you know that's that's our main goal is to procreate. And um, I think they did a good job of showing her trying to forcefully stop her hormones, but it definitely did not happen that way. She may have not wanted to get raped by that dude, but she definitely insinuated, but once again, we're, we're going to lose sponsors over this. She for, she started it. <laughs> well, and so you know, the... And the she wanted him to come to the damn thing. I have my bathing suit. What do you think is going to happen in the end? You know, okay. I know we're getting we're, really into you're some getting, stuff. We're getting into some shit right now. So th- this movie has a great message on. I can't okay. think of right. the word. On the, con- con- consent. Consent. What yeah. is consent? Consent is two people saying, "Are you okay? Am I okay? Yes." We have no adulterants in us to make us feel any other way. We're good with what we're doing. You agree? Yes. Yes. But so, 
and let, let's take it back to the very first one with Toby. She goes to the swimming hole. She's decided, you know what? We we need to act on our feelings for each other. So, you know, they're they're having a good time. They're kissing. Yeah. They're in the. They're rubbing up in the water. Yeah. You know, like uh, one piece of bathing suits. Um, you know, they're great. But she still holds her ideals of not having sex. She doesn't want to have sex. Yeah. And Toby has already given that up. Yeah, he's like pulling his dick out, like pants are off. Like he is forcefully trying to do this, and this is where consent is not given because he keeps saying the magic word. No. No. And so, but Toby, he's like, come on, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And you're like, no, it's not okay. Like what you're doing is not okay. Unfortunately, it ends in his demise. He, um,. Enters her after she is unconscious and gets his dick bitten off. So, like, Don is the ultimate consent reverser. Like, she can, she is, as soon as she feels uncomfortable, she will let you know. It ain't cool. So, so, and then going from there, you have her, her second encounter with. Uh, I've forgotten his name. I think Ryan. No, 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 no. Well, no, no, no. no. All right. So she her, has. Uh, she has sex with with do, douche dude, who's creepy. She goes to gynecologist. Yes, she goes to the gynecologist. Now the gynecologist um, is supposed to be a safe place for her. Yeah, he's like um, I see vaginas all the time. He, he's the professional. She is uh, a. Helpless girl looking for answers, answers. Mm-hmm. and he abuses that power. Uh, says like, "Let's see how flexible you are." Yeah. Oh, you're tight. Oh, you're tight. Let me put four fingers in you. Uh, and it's so horrible. It, yeah, it really is. It, it's like the best scene because you're like, "Fuck you, dude." And she, she gets her revenge. That, that's one of the things that's so good about it. it really does have a, a good balance yeah, between... Yeah. You're like, oh, I shouldn't the, be watching this. And then while the... This this movie has a lot of humor, but it, it, it is very well at showing when a scene... Like, you shouldn't feel good about a scene. Now, you can you can cheer for her when the... Uh, the villain gets his comeuppance, you know, yeah. they, the, when the vagina chomps on him. Because by that point, you know they deserve it. Yeah, and like that, that scene where like he's like wrestling away from her, it's, it's just like, that's the best, like, tug, tug. The other ones are just like dick off, you know. But he's like actively trying to get out of this grip. Yeah, and, and like, I, I don't know, I just like love watching the fight between these two because this is the creepiest person of all of them because he is an adult professional and um very quickly you see him go from professional to fucking monster in a pulling off of a glove yeah so um but like I said this this movie it does a great job of, of handling these uncomfortable situations with hero moments. Even though she's not meaning to do it, she is she is unconsciously acting on her her basic instincts. And so I really enjoyed watching her do this until she started realizing she had the control. There was these guys don't have the control. She has the power. And that's when you see the next scene when she's being drugged and fucked. She is being like kind of romanced by this total loser. Oh, okay. So before we get into that, I need to address it. All right. I hate this scene. You you don't like the drugged and I hate this scene because it absolutely skews the message. All right. So the fact that. Um, and even Wikipedia, as we were reading the plot, says something like this. So, it says on there, uh, Ryan gives her a sedative and masturbates her with the vibrator. 
Though initially afraid she will hurt him, she finds that when she's relaxed and is consenting. So like there is there is no there is no consent. She is drugged. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Now now in the the the, the the fact that she is she is relaxed due to her drugs, um that I can understand why her vagina teeth did not chomp down on him, because as far as she can, she's concerned, she's feeling good right now. But it's mm-hmm. only because she has no control over herself. And what noise did he um, make? <laughs> this, this kid made the the funniest noise. Ah! He, like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Shit. Oh. But so that. We're not going to get condom it re- sponsors. <laughs> it just... It makes me mad because of the fact that she... Um... Enjoys... Well, the... the Alright. Okay, so... So, look. So, she, she enjoys... Uh... The session. Yeah. And uh, she... Obviously, because she, has had, she just had sex... And someone's penis did not get bitten off... Yeah, and after just reading about the vagina dentata, that it needs to be uh, a hero to save them, save that vagina. Uh, which really, what they're what they're talking about there is that the hero is the person you give consent to. Yeah, it's all about consent. The, uh, if they do not give consent, then the teeth will chomp Which down. he used against her. He's like, I'm the hero. I'm here to conquer. Look at my mullet. But so in, when they wake up in the morning and they have sex again, she says, maybe you are my hero. Yeah, she uh, looks, uh, and I'm not going to lie, she looks pretty damn good. She's she's like looking in the mirror, looking pretty good. Well, she's she's feeling confident yeah, about her Yeah, she looks body. real good. Um, so she's not, she's being more of her true self. Yeah, um, and so so she straddles this young man, and then the young man betrays her trust, and then Dick gets bitten off. It's a story as old as time. It just the fact that she was drugged uh, and continues as if the only thing that was wrong was the fact that he got a call from his friend and was and that it was a bet. There's a lot more wrong in that scene. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm with you. Like, <clears throat> the fact that he literally gave her Xanax, she felt real good, drank wine, and, or champagne or whatever they had, and they, like, bumped uglies for a little bit until he screamed like a four-year-old child uh, stubbing her toe. Um... <clears throat> She thought, this is my hero. This is the guy that I can fuck because I didn't chomp his dick off. It was very quick. <clears throat> it was a very quick turn when you really see his intentions. And in the end, that is the story of these men in this movie is their intentions are not pure. They are fully selfish. And they deserve every fucking thing that comes to them. Well, it's... So... One the the one of the biggest fears in men, uh, you know, from like psychology, is the fear of castration, um, fear of like taking away your manhood. Uh, yeah, the your penis is your your identity as a man. My my biggest fear is the female laughing at me. Is that is that weird? Well, that that it's a form of castration. Yeah, it's like a, a like an emotional castration. Yeah. And so, taking this story where the men are, um, you know, they, they, they are guided, so the, these men are, are guided by their penis and uh, acting selfishly on them, that's when, when they get punished for their sins, uh, castration is the ultimate punishment for them. Yeah, like the to watch a man go from like uh, balls up, fully erect type thing, like to completely, completely stripped of their manhood is 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 wild to watch. And like it's crazy, like 
how effective like those scenes are to watch them go from like mm, yeah to like ah! it's, it's, it's pretty effective part of the movie yeah but like once again the movie is uh, not very good but it is also amazing at the same time I mean yeah it it's a great like I said it's a great uh, film on consent for the most part yeah it's it just and I actually I heard because I was reading about this film and I heard that this that part uh, was actually a miscommunication between the editor and the director it wasn't supposed to play out like that oh really yes well, that makes sense yeah. so um it you know maybe it wasn't supposed to be like that but for how it was when you see the theatrical release um, they definitely they play into the fact that when she's drugged that's not right yeah and it absolutely is <laughs> oh yes totally totally right like like um we've all been there where we've all been a little tipsy with a uh, friend or lover that ended up going the way you didn't expect it and then you're like yeah, is that kind of right or not and I, I think all of it that's a human thing and um you know in today's more woke universe we have to go and we have to try to be more like we need to be more we need to be better pe- people yeah we need to we need to understand that like there's a difference between l- like doing this and taking advantage of somebody and exactly um, that that's the mm-hmm. that's the real thing is taking advantage yeah yeah and so because like, now to like two people that you know are talking having drinks they're both having drink i think that's really when it it comes to you can't decide something no you can't is if they're both having drinks then they're people both making out they're both guided by the same uh yeah. messed up brain yeah but it's far too often that you have people um taking advantage of someone who is inebriated and it's just yeah i mean i'm not like that s- that's the true horror yeah i'm not gonna say that i've never taken advantage of somebody who's inebriated because i'm a human person and i've done it before uh i will be the first to admit that i have um done some shady acts to get a girl naked in my bed but we all we all have to grow from that and understand that like you have to make sure that they are certain this is something they want to do. And that comes with age and, and maturity. But this movie really kind of, like, opened my eyes to... Like, It Follows never opened my eyes to that shit. Like, It Follows was a movie about a, a walking, uh, dangerous, sexual transmitted disease. This movie actually opened my eyes to, like, when is it, when is it right and when is it wrong? And there's a very thin line between those two. And so, you know, I, I champion this movie for... Uh, I, I joke about it at work as a, a coming-of-age tale of a girl who um, uh, is finding her womanhood by chopping off dicks with her vagina teeth. But deep down, it really is a smart movie that shows you that a woman is not supposed to be taken advantage of. A woman should be respected just like a man. And sometimes we deserve what we get. Yeah. So. But anyway. So, um, she goes home after a long evening of cho- of chomping dicks off. Well, so when, when she leaves, I've forgotten his name yet, Ryan. Yeah, mullet, uh, mullet man. This, this is the first time that she is more like... Fuck this. Like, she's like, ah, oh, shit, not again. Yeah. You know, she, she doesn't tea. really care because, at this point, she knows he absolutely deserves it. Yeah. Um, he deserved and, it and more than more, any of them. And it's more like, all right, I mean, damn it, I wish I could control this. You know, kind of thing. Yeah, so she goes home and finds uh, Brad butt-fucking his girlfriend and her mom uh, half-dead on the floor. 
And then that's when the anger awakens that if it wasn't for Brad, maybe her mom wouldn't be dead. She realizes... And there was an earlier scene that um, Brad said, is the reason that you're doing this abstinence thing because you're actually saving yourself from me? Yeah. Uh, Which, now that I, I fully realized that he was only having anal sex... And so he was absolutely saving himself yeah. for his sister, bringing it full circle. Um, but so she she uses that power, and she realizes, wait a minute, Amen. I can chomp people's dicks off. Yeah, I can chomp this. I know my brother wants off. to fuck me, or stepbrother. <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> and so she she takes she takes control of her body. Yep. You know, before uh, because she was wanting to be abstinent, she she didn't take control of her body, uh, at least her full body. She was saying like, I don't want to deal with that part of me. By this point. She's looked at the textbook. She knows what she looks like. <laughs> she knows she's got teeth down there. And they're shaped like shark's teeth. But and the lamp she, And she's decided, I've got this tool. Uh, this is a bad example. i got this tool that I'm going to take care of this tool with. I mean, she, she, she has this special power that presumably no one else does. Uh, and she is going to right the wrongs of the world with it. Yeah, she's great. She's a superhero. She's awesome. And um, so she goes in there and seduces Brad. Brad first goes, give me a butt. And uh, she goes, nope, 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 nope. We're not doing butt stuff. We're going to we're gonna do this the right way. And uh, he gets in there, and then all of a sudden, that flashback of that finger bite pops in his stupid little peanut brain. And um, before he knows it, his Prince Albert is mince meat in her vagina mouth. And um, she spits it out, which is by far the best scene, period, is her spreading her legs and that dick falling out. I love it. And then the best part is the thing that he had full control over eats his own cock. And um, the dog munches on it, spits it back out. Um, a lovely scene. <laughs> I feel like there's meaning behind... The, the dog was named Mother. Yeah. I feel like there's meaning behind that. That kind of like the last movie, you know, it follows where it was just something I feel I'm too dumb to understand. There's probably deep meaning behind it, uh, behind his character. They had a, a talk about, um, you know, because their step stepbrother and stepsister he had a different mom and uh but he told his dad I don't care about that bitch I didn't know her I didn't know that damn bitch I got these mutton chops yeah yeah look at these so look at these chops not exactly sure now we could get like if we think about Freud uh which I I think this movie did take uh heavy inspiration from yeah the idea that man's desire is to go back into the womb. Yeah, let's get this dick in the womb. Um, it's probably something there. Like I said, I'm just, I'm probably too dumb to understand. And and here's the thing, like like this movie does a good job of wrapping it up in a nice, neat, dick shaped bow. Um, and and we finally get to see Brad's come up come up. It's not no pun intended. Um, but once again, she takes control of her own life. She uh, pedals away, which, by the way, there's a ton of mileage on that bike. Um, which I thought maybe like there was a reason for the bike because maybe it rubbed that vagina teeth too raw. <laughs> but anyway, she um she goes and uh, hitchhikes away, and then you get creepy old man face, and he does his weird licking thing. And, uh, oh, wait, actually, hold on. I, I, I want to see. Okay, it was Doyle Carter. So, he really did look, like, 
scarily close to like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an old Freddy Krueger face. He, and so we actually thought when we were watching the movie that he was played brought by Robert England. Uh, yeah, he's like, uh, he wasn't, but he's played by old gross face. Yeah, just uh, no offense to Doyle Carter. <laughs> yeah, sorry Doyle Carter, but you're gross. But um. <laughs> That's the moment you get your your big superhero thing where she, like, you know, they show, like, Medusa and stuff like that during the movie, and you see those scenes where Medusa's in control, and she finally realizes she has all the control. Well, the thing about the Medusa um, analogy is that in, in the movie, they also show when the hero slayed Medusa. True. And, and presented the head. Of Medusa, or or just a Gorgon, and so that that goes back to when she was with Ryan, uh, yeah, believing him to be her hero, yeah, and then also like the rattlesnake thing. Remember they did the rattlesnake, the on the nose, like school thing, where they're like, why do rattlesnakes get rattles? Oh, yeah. And then they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe that explains you, Don, with your teeth and your <laughs> vag. Um, this movie was uh, great. I, I love this movie. Uh, I highly recommend it. it. It's really hard to, as much as, like, serious topics that this movie does bring up, this movie is very funny. It's very funny. And and I really enjoyed every bit of it. Like, I, I really thought I was going to end up leaving it going, whatever, it's a shitty independent film um, with bad acting. But it, it, I think all of it played well together. And I'm, I'm happy that we decided to cover it on this uh, companion podcast for It Follows, because I think It Follows fell apart in the third act. Well, this one... Only got better. Yeah, it really did. It only got better as yeah. it went on. And, um, you know, I don't know what our director has done since then, um, but I thought he had a lot of control in this, and, and he knew what he wanted to push out. And, um, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I like Hereditary's, like, Evil Dead Hereditary and Teeth, sadly, are my favorite movies that we've watched so far. Um and then train to Busan after that because that's just like pure adrenaline. Um, but we haven't really talked about what we're going to do for the next one. We've, we've, oh, we have. We've, we've batting around a couple of ideas doing sci-fi horror. We, I'm going to decide again. You're going to decide it right now. That's fine. I'm good with that. We're going to cover Alien. Okay. The first Alien. The first Ridley Scott directed uh, Alien. Yes. No Alien Covenant. No Alien. No multiple plural. No. Alien Resurrection with no. with uh, Luke Basson directing it. No. Which means it's super weird, and there's a Alien with tits. No. In it. No Predators. No Predators. Just, just penile looking aliens yeah. and vagina shaped babies. And then and and. and and the facehuggers uh, uh, coming out of the chest, and it's going to be a bloody mess. It's going to be awesome. To kind of continue this theme of, of, uh, <laughs> of sex and horror uh, and gender and sexuality in horror films. Yeah. So, so next week we're going to cover aliens. Alien. That's going to be amazing. Yes. Yeah. I, lo- I love this film. I, I'll go on record. I My official stance right now is I still like Aliens. The you sequel like the, more. The, uh, the um, action Aliens. Get yeah. over, man. Well, I like specifically that action. Any film after Aliens, I did not like. So you didn't like Alien 3? Like no. with the... Um, well, who did that? That was like Clyde Barker or some other British yeah, director. It was something like that. And uh, but they said Wanka a lot in that. That's like real cool. Like they're like, look at this Wanka. I got enough of that from Harry Potter. I, I did they say Wanker in Harry Potter? That Wanker a lot. Harry Potter was for like American audiences the most British thing at the time because it, like, it was just like every every time they could they were like bloody this 
wank wank of that. <laughs> well, I mean, Alien Three is pretty much that. It's Harry Potter with um a dog alien. But uh, I like Alien Three. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. But I'm excited to revisit Alien. Alien. And maybe, maybe we'll even go through Aliens just to compare the the change that overwent. Our, our Alien Three with the Wankas. Nope, nope. If we're if we're gonna talk about the horror of the Alien franchise, we're gonna go to later films because Prometheus. What, what's real scary is how bad they are. What are you talking about? Prometheus was great. Three D. That's like the height of three D. Nope. No. Nope. It was great. Nope. Charlize Theron played a robot. She was more robotic than a robot. And then Alien Covenant was just Michael Fassbender jacking off Michael Fassbender. It was like, yeah, I'm going to play this flute now. And he's like, you're going to play this flute? And he's like, you're going to follow the reeds and I'm going to jack your dick off. Your robot dick off. And he's like, oh, you're going to jack my robot dick off. Uh, Magneto? And then Magneto showed up and said... Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs. I forgot he played Steve Jobs. Yeah. He, he had a good year. He had Michael Fassbender. He's, he's great. He's a snowman. <laughs> All right. Well, for the Cat Scare Podcast, I'm Campbell. I'm Michael. And we've been drinking a lot. Good night, everybody.